Hello, and welcome to the More Than Food podcast. My name is Beth Smeaton, and I'm a life coach here to help you end the war with food and your body so you can focus on what really matters in your life. You know there's so much more to life than obsessing over food and your body, and you're ready to do what it actually takes to get you there. This podcast is for you whether you struggle with binge eating, yo-yo dieting, or anything in between. I'll be providing you with the tools, strategies, and life skills it takes to never struggle with food or body image again. Get ready to expand your mind and fill your heart with what really matters, which is so much more than food. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking to you all about binge eating and the difference between overeating, emotional eating, and binge eating, what binge eating means and why it happens, and how none of this, none of this behavior is your fault. And before we get into the episode, in case you don't know already, I just want you to know that I struggled with binge eating and emotional eating myself. So I'm speaking from a place of experience and someone who has healed this part of themselves and now helps so many women end these challenges for life. So I understand where you are. I understand the frustration, the confusion, the shame, the anger, and the pain that comes along with all of this behavior. And because I understand where you are, I want you to know there's no shame in this behavior. So now that I'm on the other side of it, I see how it's simply a symptom. It's no big deal. It's just an indicator. It's a cue for you to get curious and see what's really going on. Like you're not wrong, you're not broken, you're not lazy, and you're not a terrible human being. Okay, that being said, <laughs> let's define the differences between overeating, binge eating, and emotional eating. So first of all, overeating, it's no big deal. Like overeating is simply overshooting fullness. Like everyone overeats sometimes, whether it's intentional or not. Like intentional, the most obvious is like Thanksgiving, where it's like, oh, all this food that you never get to have and you eat it and it's like, oh, whatever, I'm going to eat until I'm like, my, I have to unbutton my pants and it's no big deal. Like there's no emotional distress. There's no feelings of guilt or shame around it. So overeating is a normal occurrence that happens to all of us. Okay, so that's not something that just like goes away and never happens again. It's just no big deal. And binge eating is when we're eating a large amount of food. So it's different than overeating because it's a large amount of food in a short, a short a period of time. And it doesn't matter what the food is to qualify this as a binge. So it, binging can be on carbs and sugar. It could also be on fruit and vegetables. Like that doesn't matter. Binging is all about eating until you're physically uncomfortable. And then if you're feeling that discomfort, choosing to eat beyond it. And it comes with a lot of mental and emotional distress, such as like a lot of negative self-talk, feeling super ashamed and guilty for what's going on. And then we have emotional eating, which is using food to cope avoid, numb, or cover up difficult emotions such as like stress or anxiety. 
And what I have found is that binge eating and emotional eating, they can be very intertwined. Um, I find it was like that with myself. I find that a lot with the women that I work with, where it's like once you start to binge, it creates that emotional distress, like I described. So then if you're an emotional eater, you're also using that food to cope with what you're thinking and what you're feeling. So it's this this uh, this cycle between the two. Okay. And binge eating occurs due to physical, mental, and or emotional restriction. And I'm going to break those down as well so that you can start to build your own awareness for what might be happening with you. So let's start with physical restriction. Physical restriction is when we are intentionally depriving ourselves of the nourishment that our body needs in order to function and thrive from day to day. So physical restriction could look like skipping, like intentionally skipping breakfast, especially if you're thinking, oh, I need to make up for my binge last night. I'm going to skip breakfast and then you're trying to like make up for it. Or if you're like intentionally eating a smaller lunch to try and compensate or if you're intentionally omitting like carbs and sugar, especially if you're like trying to lose weight, like this is all very obvious physical restriction. And then there are other types of physical restriction that can be a little bit more sneaky just because of like the culture, the diet culture that we live in. And let's just say like one of those ways is you are eating in a way that you're thinking is healthy. You think it's a healthy amount of food. Like maybe it's a smoothie for breakfast. It's a source of chicken or fish, you know, source of protein. I mean like chicken or fish with vegetables for lunch. And then maybe your dinner looks similar to lunch and you're not eating snacks, even though you're hungry, but in your mind, snacks are bad. Snacking is bad. And you heard that you shouldn't do that. And you're trying to keep your food intake lower. So if you're truly hungry, you're physically hungry and you're not allowing yourself to eat because you think you shouldn't, that is also a form of physical restriction. And it can also show up when you're eating with other people. And I'm specifically like this happened to me all the time. I would use what other people were eating, like their portions, and I would have that then tell me how much I should or shouldn't be eating. So like, for example, like I'm 5'1", Joe is my husband, he's 6'4". And if there was a time where he ate less than me, I made that mean, oh my God, I need to stop. There's no way I can eat more than him. Like he's so much bigger than me. If I eat more than him, I am totally out of control. So I would eat less, even though I needed in that moment to eat more food. So I was physically restricting because of my outside influences. And even on the other side of that, like my mom is really small. So if I were ever eating with her and she ate less than me, I would make make that mean, oh my God, I need to eat that amount. That's the right amount. And if I ate more than her, it was like, oh my gosh, I'm so out of control. So food comparison can also definitely result in physical restriction. So the main point here is if you find yourself like starving at the end of the day, truly ravenous, physically hungry at the end of the day, searching your cabinets and all the crevices of your kitchen for food, it's because of physical restriction. 
So even if you think you're being healthy with what you're eating throughout the day, but you're binging at night, it's most likely due to physical restriction. So you're not eating enough. And this is just because like our bodies are like wired to have us thrive. Like when we aren't eating enough from day to day or even over a few days. So let's say it's like that standard Monday through Thursday, you're being quote unquote good. And then Friday, it's like, oh my gosh, I can't get it together. It's like, you want to eat everything. That's simply because our body like turns on a mechanism that drives us to eat more. Like it is always regulating, always, always like our bodies are not out to get us. So if that's a thought, if you're like, my body's out to get me, what's wrong with me? Like it's not out to get you. It's trying to keep you alive. So the solution here is to actually just eat more throughout the day which I know I'm saying that so openly and freely, and I know and understand how scary that can be for a binge eater because in your mind, it's like, oh my God, no way. I'm eating too much. I need to figure out how to eat less. So eating more is counterintuitive, but it's the only thing that's going to get you out of this binge restrict cycle. It's the only thing that's going to level out your eating patterns to have you feeling you know, calm and peace around food. So now we have mental restriction, which I think I've mentioned before, but mental restriction is different than physical restriction. So it's definitely comes from diet mentality, things we've learned growing up, things we've seen in the media and that kind of thing. It sounds like, you know, I'm just going to have one bite. I'll just have half. I'm just going to have two cookies. So they're the mental rules around when you think you need to stop eating. So here you might be like, oh my gosh, I'm giving myself full permission to eat all the food. I'm not dieting, but I'm still binging. What's wrong? That's usually because of the mental restriction, the mental rules you have around what, what, like how much you should be eating. And this is really common also with those who've been dieting for a long time and are really stepping into intuitive eating. So giving yourself full permission and then questioning it, because what happens is even with the idea, the mind making these rules, it sends a message to the body that another diet, another famine is like about to come running around the corner. So it's when we put those mental rules on food, our body is like ready to prepare for this like starvation mode. And that just shows like how powerful our minds and bodies are, you guys. It's just like, it's insane. It's so cool. (laughs) So the solution here is something that I work on in depth with my one-on-one clients. But what I want you to do is to start to build safety around food. So I want you to start to surround yourself with your favorite foods and to start to show your body and your mind that you can have them whenever you want. So letting yourself have as much as you want and no longer having that rule around it. So what this is doing is it's habituating that food, it's eliminating that rule, and it's normalizing the food. So I don't believe in never buying your trigger foods that only continues to keep that food on the pedestal, which has you wanting it more and more. So we want to normalize all the food and get rid of all those rules around how much and lean into your body telling you when to stop. 
All right. And the third reason binge eating occurs is due to emotional restriction. And I say restriction here because most of us, (laughs) what just happened there? Most of us, (laughs) myself included, didn't learn how to acknowledge, validate, process, and work through our emotions. Like, And that's just kind of how it's been and what I find from working with so many women too, where it's like, we just don't learn this information. And because of this, so many of us learn to turn to food to soothe and comfort or avoid numb or distract ourselves from difficult emotions. So these emotions could look like, you know, stress, anxiety, sadness, you know, loneliness, anger, And it could also be emotions surrounding negative body image, like low self-esteem and low confidence. And on the flip side, like emotional eating could be, you know, used as a reward, like for happiness and celebration. It could also be eating because other people are eating out of fear of like them judging you if you don't eat, even if you're not hungry. So you choose to eat because you're afraid of receiving that judgment from others. So once you start to dive into these three areas and understand where your overeating and binging is coming from, you can start to identify where your work is to start to identify what needs to be healed and solved so that you're no longer using food as a way to cope with all of this. All right, friends. So I hope this episode shined a huge light on what's potentially going on so you can begin to have the awareness and start to identify where your binges may be stemming from. And I really invite you to approach this as if you were a detective and you're simply searching for clues. So you're going in with the lens of curiosity. We're not shaming. We're not judging. And so there's a reason that you're binging. And it's just, it's now, it's just time to get to the bottom of it so you can start to create real change for yourself. And more episodes to come on what to do. But right now I want you to focus on awareness, start to keep a journal to identify patterns for yourself. Like this information that you find from there, that journal is gold. All right, so I hope you had a lot of light bulbs go off and are ready to tackle this without beating yourself up. (laughs) Have a wonderful day and I will see you in the next episode. If you love what you just heard and want to go deeper into your own journey so you can experience the freedom, relief, and joy that you deserve, you can schedule a free call with me at bestmeetincoaching.com. These calls allow you to be exactly who you are and where you are without any judgment. They're also a chance for you to tap into your powerful intuition so you can start to outline what you want your life to look like once you're no longer obsessing over food and your body. By the end of the call, you'll have a personalized roadmap showing you exactly how to make your vision a reality. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Have an amazing day and I will talk to you soon.